Boo. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. It's Halloween, bitch. Yeah, and this is We Talk Dead. On Halloween. New episode of Season 7, Walking Dead, happened last night. Yup. We met Ezekiel. and King Ezekiel. Oh, sorry. Please. I know. Get it right. Oops. Yeah, you messed up, dude. Well, we talked about how it seems like the season's going to go the way that Woodbury in the prison did, which is we go back and forth between the different locations and we don't see anything from the one that we want to see, kind of. Yeah, they build up <laughs> one half and then they leave you hanging for one or two episodes. Then they go back and then they build up those other storylines. And then you, so you're constantly being left hanging between episodes <laughs> yep which is a charming way to watch a show <laughs> especially after six years but it's a formula that works to stretch out a fucking storyline true i mean it's, it's not much fun but <laughs> <laughs> although this i mean what did you think of this episode so we meet cool. king ezekiel and, and carol and morgan are there and mm. it's all focused on the kingdom and setting his character up and at first, it starts off, you meet him, and Morgan takes Carol in a wheelchair in to meet him, and he it's like he's on a stage, and it's very campy. Well, Morgan had already met him, and mm. he's like trying to prepare Carol, like, okay, it's you're not going to, he's, it's a little over the top, but just sort of bear with me here. He's, we got, there's a good thing going on here in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then they're, they go to this sort of like old auditorium, like yeah. where they might kids plays, and that's like where his throne is. Yeah. And he's there. He's got with, the tiger. He's with Shiva. And uh, he has his little side guy, his little court jester, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and Jerry, he's like a big Samoan guy. Someone posted on uh, a meme on Reddit that says, if Jerry dies, we riot. I guess people really like him. <laughs> really? Uh, show, I guess. Yeah, because he's just sort of like peace and love and good vibes. That's he's funny. like a big happy fat guy. Yeah. Who sort of plays along with King Ezekiel, which yeah. is kind of funny. And so her first impression of King Ezekiel is that he's ridiculous and it's fabricated and it's a big false lie and she's all butthurt and disillusioned yeah. still. I'm kind of over this whole Carol's jaded Carol thing. Though. And Carol pretending to be innocent. Cause she, so what she does is she goes into her, oh, it's wonderful. And it's really ridiculous. And of course, he sees through that immediately and we but find out later. Play, he doesn't play into it. Yeah, no. He just sort of acts like she, that's just who she is. I like to call her Christmas Carol when she does that. <laughs> Why? Because it's all cookies and smiles yep. and all shucks and fucking <laughs> June Cleaver. And uh, it's worked for her before. And uh, King Ezekiel is so over the top that she assumes that it's working on him as well. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, geez, I don't know what to do. I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're a king. And oh, shucks. And he's like, yes, I am a king. Yeah. You have been through <laughs> many trials. It's a little, re- I mean, I, I, you know, not knowing what was going to happen later, I was kind of like, this is sort of what the hell. And yeah. Over the top. It's sort of like, well, like you said, it sort of doesn't feel like the same show for a little while. Yeah. You're like, is this the we watching The Walking Dead right yeah. now? But in, it, it, to be honest, it's like he's King Ezekiel's like that in the comic, but he's not. He was never. If, I never read it as like reading it as it, it being that over the top. Mm-hmm. Like he was that separated from reality. I think they sort of pushed that his character a little bit more, at least initially. I mean, by the end of it, you realize that he, you know, he kind of has the coming to Jesus moment with Carol. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. But so what you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, role models. 
Oh yeah, the movie role models yeah. with like Ken Jeong, Doctor Ken, yep. and Paul Rudd, and, yeah. and they play that like Renaissance and, Fair yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. with fighting and like mages and wizards and right. stuff. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it is kind of like that. It's uh, but except in real world zombie apocalypse. But at the end of the day, the kingdom is like a really well oiled machine. They yeah, have, they and they set it up, and they you have, see it all, and it's all definitely kind of set up. Uh, to show how cool this place really is. Well, like, it's not I don't just know. set up. I mean, there's a garden. There's, yeah. There's, they're uh, harvesting food and vegetables. He offers her fresh fruit, and she turns it down just to be a bitch, kind of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have a library. They have a movie night. They have a cafeteria. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good... It's a good whether you believe in the kingdom or not. It'd be a good place to fucking hold up for a while. And Carol's first instinct is to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, which is like okay, I'm over this kind of. Give her. Get, we want. I want ass kicking Carol back. You know. I know, cause she. Yeah, she has been doing this sort of. I'm on. I got to be on my own, and, and no like, one can help me. And and what's the point? And why do you want to help me? And I can't be your purpose, Morgan. You have to find it for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck off. I, I agree. I I think we need the other Carol back. I mean, I got you. Get it for a little while, but then after you know, make her have her make a decision. Either she like fucks off and she's gone, and then we see her again later, or she fucking ponies up a little bit and sort of deals. Right. You know, she's like, this is just a big lie. Like, he's a fool. And it's like, ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Carol. Well, what's cool, Morgan gets, Morgan's sort of committed to helping Carol, but then he sort of finds his purpose in this episode because there's a young guy who, they go out on a run, which we Mm -hmm. find out later is to set up uh, a trait, you know, the stuff that they have to give over to Negan. Yeah, they're indebted to Negan too. They have to have weekly, you know, freaking offerings for Negan. Right. And so Ezekiel invites Morgan on this first on like a run to gather up these these like wild pigs. Yeah. And then to be on the drop off uh with uh with the pigs to the saviors. And uh him and Morgan slowly hit it off because yeah. yeah. Before we get to that, the there he Morgan is helps this young guy who's sort of on the run with them and he's ezekiel was buddies with his father we find out and he wants him to sort of become a next warrior he wants him in his like close group right and he's not super capable so and and somehow he wasn't trained right or something and he doesn't really he doesn't can't kill the zombie yeah with a machete yeah or though he's not great with guns apparently or bladed weapons so ezekiel asks morgan to train him with a bow staff and Morgan is first reluctant, like, no, no, like, you know, do you think this bow staff is going to save him? And then Ezekiel goes, well, did it save you? And Morgan's like, yes, it did. Mm. And so that's what makes Morgan agree to sort of train this kid super grasshopper style. And it's it's a nice story between the two of them getting to like, mm-hmm. you know, and the kids definitely... You learn more about him at first when you see he can't kill the zombie. You're like, oh, no, we're going to have another one of like... The guy who left Glenn in the lurch, or like, like Randall, or yeah, Randall or whatever. Yeah. But and then we also Nicholas. meet a right hand man of Ezekiel who's out there on all the runs, and he's kind of like a bully. He's kind of a bully. He was sort of like a hard nosed guy, mm-hmm. you know. He's rough around the edges, kind of an asshole, kind of a bully. And he sort of gets he gets in a fight with one of the saviors, yeah, like a physical fight. And people pull out their guns, and they don't know what to do, and. Basically, they break it up, and then 
uh, Ezekiel's guy ends up getting like punished, like punched in the face a bunch of times by this guy. He ends up fighting because the guy was being a shit to him. To yeah, be fair, he the didn't savior. pick the fight. Yeah. yeah, but he was just willing to fight this guy, the savior. And then you know Ezekiel's like, call off your man, you know. But it all stayed very civil. They didn't just start shooting at each other, you know. They need each other. They you know? do, but you see that that guy's a hothead, and you see why Ezekiel likes Morgan because Morgan, although he did pull out his gun he's st- he stops and he re- kind of remembers you know he's yeah. going through a conflict of because in the, the very beginning and- you see carol and him making their way to the uh the kingdom they have to encounter walkers and he's going after them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and using his bow staff and carol's having these weird visions where she's seeing the walkers as the people they were before they turned that was weird which yeah. was sort of weird um you know i don't know it's just part of her sort of like dealing with the world and where she's at right now i guess yeah she's sort of like i don't know she's having some weird change of heart sort of thing which she did at the end of last it's last yeah, season she did. you know she had to she's, run away and, and she's running away again but so she ezekiel clearly wants morgan because he sees because morgan says did you bring me out here because you knew i could shoot them and he's like no the opposite yeah, i knew the, that you wouldn't i knew that you and i knew you could keep you know cooler heads prevail kind of thing which is true yeah and it's cool that ezekiel saw that in morgan and uh i, I like the relationship between morgan and ezekiel where it's mm. going because uh in the comic no spoilers but morgan's not around when we are met uh, with King is when we meet King Ezekiel in the actual comic, there is no Morgan at this point. Oh, so this is an all new storyline between Morgan and Ezekiel. Hmm. Like Morgan never learned how to use a bow staff in the comic. There was none of that. Oh, yeah, there's none of that. Morgan's like gone by fucking like before Terminus. Before wow, yeah, okay, he's, yeah, he's he's not. Uh, you know, well, I'm not surprised they brought him back because Lenny James is such an amazing actor, and I mean, yeah. literally, probably the two, three greatest episodes of the series period yeah. are the ones he was in: the yeah. pilot, Clear, and the one with John Carroll. Well, we were also. Lynch. I also made the point last night about how, as an actor, you're in the show for the first season, and then you know you're sort of told maybe or maybe not that they're going to be brought back in the fifth season. And it's one of those things that like, what if it got canceled after three seasons and like you never, your character never got to come back or see the light of day and you never got to act in this world. It's sort of like a, not a, it's not a risk for him. He got to do the pilot in the first season, but it is interesting as an actor to sort of be going, getting work. And all of a sudden you get that call four Mm. years later, like, okay, we need you back. You're like full time (laughs) actor now, like on the show, which is pretty funny, you know, pretty interesting to invest that such long, long-term investments like for long-term gains that you don't really know you might see or right not. well he had a lot of stuff going on i mean he's always working yeah he's, he's always like working. working it's not like actor. a matter of work it's just a matter of like keep going back into that storyline yeah going. like oh i gotta put my morgan hat on again right. after four years you know was he watching the show the whole time he probably should have you know or maybe not <laughs> you know Maybe he didn't want to watch the show because maybe he thought, you know, the character Morgan had nothing to do with those happenings when he wasn't around. Right. Maybe that was his process, like to not watch any episodes until he got back because he wouldn't have known anyway. Well, he did come back in three with uh, Clear. And then the idea of him, we see that he's come back with the Terminus whole section because mm-hmm. we see him on the road mm-hmm. and he's following them. Right. So he's back a little earlier. He just was off for season two. That, no. I thought yeah. he came back. I thought Clear was season four. I don't know. Uh, we should check before we yeah. do I don't know. I, I feel like season three was what? Clear was the season of The Prison. 
Yeah, I know Claire was season three. But like the second half of season three? Or it was what? like right in the middle or something, I think, right? Like the after the middle break? Yeah. I don't know. We should check. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, it is kind of funny for as an actor to do that, which is cool. But yeah, either way, so Morgan's sort of getting in pretty deep with the kingdom. Right. He likes where he's at. He likes his place there. He, you know, believes in King Ezekiel and this sort of, he's helping this kid all of a sudden. They're reading books together and shit. Right. You know, and all this time, Carol's like planning her escape. Yeah. You know, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. And then she essentially does. And then we get the big reveal of really who Ezekiel is. He sits down. He he knows she's, he happens to be catch her while she's about to leave yeah she's in like one of the gardens she's picking fruit to yeah. leave and he's like there he's like oh hello don't forget to take some of the pears <laughs> yeah. while you're getting those apples kind of thing and she's still pulling out the innocent thing and then he finally says don't bullshit a bullshitter yeah and she's like okay and he drops the accent and he's like look i, I was a zookeeper like that's yeah we find the- out the backstory of shiva which is really cool yeah that- that's that's the backstory from the comic okay yeah which is cool and that was, not, you know, that was cool. And he's like trying to be real with her. He's trying to bomb with her. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it doesn't, I mean, that was frustrating to me because he it was very heartfelt and you sort of were like, Carol, for fuck's sake, stay there. And she's like, no, I don't care. Why yeah, do you she care? She says, I don't care. Yeah, like that's cool that you just told me all this, but I don't care. Like, Ugh. I know, I was just like, fuck, I don't like this Carol at all. I know. I just don't feel like uh, this is the Carol that we got to know after Terminus, who like stepped up. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. What do I know? Well, but, it's definitely this This character's gone through the an unbelievable arc from the very beginning. And she continues to. But I really do hope that they do something with her in terms yeah. of get rid of this sort of snarky feel sorry for yourself fuck everyone else yeah Yeah. cynical teenager thing yeah you said that you were like care stupid (laughs) dude i don't want to do it yeah but i i mean so it was a good episode it was a good setup of the kingdom yeah which we're clearly going to get a lot more of yeah um throughout this whole season especially if they stay true to the source material which they often do for the most part um, but yeah, the Ezekiel speech was cool because yeah, he talks about getting Shiva and basically like he has this tiger and that's what sort of created this myth about him mm. that like he tamed it with his bare hands and right. he uses it to kill zombies and he's like, I just went along with it. Right. I did community theater and yeah, he was an yeah, actor. I've played some Kings before and I just sort of, you know, and she's like, and that's why so they can all kiss your ass. He's like, no, it's like people want someone to follow. They do. right. They want someone to be a leader, to give them, makes them feel safe and secure, makes them feel like they have a lot in the kingdom, mm-hmm. whatever that place may be. Yeah, and so he really breaks it down. And it's funny because that conversation is had between Ezekiel and Michonne in the comic because Ezekiel and Michonne actually end up sort of being an item mm. in the show or in the comic in the comic yeah yeah so and it was funny that they had that conversation so early because that doesn't come until ezekiel meets the whole group and he agrees to help them and mm. uh, michonne and him sort of hit it off so the fact that they did it in the first episode where we meet ezekiel uh, to me was um 
not surprising, but you know, definitely a switch from the comic. But it made sense because it, it, the way they did it was really. I mean, Scott Gimple's really good at what he does Weaving with that source material. Yeah, yeah, he really he is. is. He's very. Gen- he's a genius with that. Yeah, very because handy. it made sense to use Carol as the vehicle to make have that speech. You know, because it's the same speech. He talks about how Shiva eats the same as ten men. It's not practical to have a pet tiger mm-hmm. for God's sakes. You know, it could kill anybody at any time, but. You know, it makes sense. And I saved her life. So, you know, he did save its little baby life. You know? Yeah. So they like have a bond. Yep. Which is great. One thing that happens, too, that we see is when they're, they've got the pigs mm-hmm. and they're feeding them walkers. Yeah. And then we find out that they're giving these pigs, they slaughter the pigs and they give these pigs to Negan. Mm-hmm. And Negan's not in the episode, but they give them to his men. And, and so that brings up, you know... The question of what will happen if they eat, will they get sick? Will they turn? Right. Yeah. You kind of think, I don't think they would turn and they might get sick, but pigs and they can eat like anything, you know? Yeah. They can eat like that whole thing in Snatch where you you can feed a dead person to pigs and they'll eat the whole corpse and no one will ever know what happened to the guy kind of thing, you know? They eat the bone and the teeth and the fucking hair and... That kind of shit, you know? Well, and when they ate in... The Terminus people ate Bob's leg. They didn't turn. They didn't turn. They got, like, sick. Or they just, like, they forced themselves yeah. to be sick. But you do kind of wonder, you know, if you're eating people anyway, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> That's but true. But, yeah, yeah, they're literally feeding the pigs so that they get fatter. So that right. they look like they're doing more to make their quota. But I'm sure that they're also thinking... That it maybe might... Maybe they might do something to them, Yeah. Right, which is yeah, you know. But which tells you that in oh in their way, they're they're I don't know if they're planning something. They don't seem to be planning something with Negan, but they seem to be aware of you know, they talk they, someone talks about it. I think the kid that Morgan's training says, you know, some people feel like we should fight and some people feel like we shouldn't. Well, Ezekiel has a conversation with Morgan, like, Oh, you've met the saviors before and he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. what they're about. You don't have to explain that to me, you know. So like it's and he, I think Ezekiel was like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah. That's good, you know. Go well, cuz he says that to Carol too. He's like, "Your weapons are savior weapons," you know, like, yeah. cuz they had to like check their weapons if they were going to stay there. So yeah, they're it's 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 starting to intertwine. Although they didn't give us anything from Alexandria and frankly it doesn't look like we're going to get anything for next week because it looks like we're going to Negan's compound next week yeah it's Daryl and Negan and Dwight like it's like their story for this season and then the next episode's going to be like Rick and the gang yeah which is exactly what they did with the prison in Woodbury they kept us in Woodbury and we kept being like fuck yeah yeah I mean that's that's uh that's the formula as, as it's shown. I mean, a lot of people complain about it online. There, A lot of people are sort of fucking over the sort of like setting up, finding a place, realizing that place isn't all sunshine and yeah. sparkles, <laughs> then having to like come to terms with who they have to become in order to save the place, and then they have to leave the place, and then they find a new place. Yeah. And it's just sort of this cycle. Endless going Endless. on. Endless. But that's, what else can you do in a zombie apocalypse right. as an episodic, you know? Even the best zombie movies are just about them getting from one place and trying to make it to the other. Mm-hmm. There's no end, like, Zombieland uh, fucking... 
you know, with Woody Harrelson, they're trying to make it to right. wherever the fuck California. Place. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the theme park or something. Yeah, shit. yeah. And then in uh, Dawn of the Dead, the new one, they're trying to make it to the boat right. from the mall. You know, so that's just not a whole lot else you can do in a zombie movie. But they're not trying to make it to anywhere anymore. No, they're or, not. They were at one point. Like Abraham was trying to make it to DC, then they yep. found out there was nothing there. But and remember, at one point they were trying to make it to a fort. Yep. And those guys that they Rick killed. In yeah. the bar with uh, the Philly guys, yeah, they told him there was nothing there. Yeah, that's when they were at the barn still, right? Herschel's barn, or Herschel's farm, or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah, they're not going. They have no plans anymore. They have no location. Right, I think they're just trying to live, and they're trying to, I think, make Alexandria like a permanent place, which was the intention once they got there. Right, in the comic, they're like, okay, we can make this into something. Yeah, you know? especially after the Rick and the Doctor guy fighting, and right, right, they losing the leader of Alexandria and Rick and Michonne sort of step up and yep. stuff. And now in the comic, you know, oh, well, whatever I want to say. Well, and then we still have Maggie en route to the hilltop and mm-hmm. we don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so... she's still sick. Like, she needs medical attention, yeah. man. And not to mention the fucking horrible stress it would have put on. My sister was saying, like, she might have fucking miscarried her baby from the stress you know what I, I think mean? you would in real life yeah for sure. you probably I, I don't know. think there's any way around that I think you totally would especially if you're like that sick as a dog yeah. with some sort of pneumonia and then you have and to go the through stress that trauma of seeing that, yeah. that like horrible trauma yeah you would probably miscarry you know or something like that you know well yeah it is a little unrealistic that she got up and was walking and yeah, she's man. not dead herself frankly or dead or just yeah passed out or just crippling like can't move you have to like lift her up into the truck you know that's the way she was she was like on a gurney yeah and then all of a sudden she's up and about and she's and, kneeling yeah. and then she's up and about yeah it's a little liberties are taken there i think a little bit yeah sure but so i mean we'll have to get back to the hilltop at some point yep. you know there's a lot to do oh yeah this, this season. whole season this could be a two-season storyline actually yeah it's a with long negan. with negan it's a long part of the comic like it's yeah. a big chunk of back and forth with rick and plotting and them trying to overthrow negan and recruit the kingdom and work together like, yeah there's a bunch of shit so it could be all this season and then maybe up to that mid-season end uh, next season. yeah something like that Yeah, and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks pretty happy playing that character. It's funny because he's everywhere. He's like doing all kinds of different like spots here and there. He's blue. That all it took was that new this newest episode to come out. Yep, for him to be like in you know like Walker Stalker Con and shit. Like that first episode coming in wasn't enough, but now that he's like fully a part of the show, right? I mean, and as an actor, those are like the most fun characters. Oh yeah to be a moral high ground person no, right. on, a, on a show because you movie. die usually on you, walking dead on walking dead you die and it's like <laughs> you're the preachy fucking uh, condescending one at least you know with negan you get to fucking act yeah act, well act, and he's act. awesome and he's doing the role justice and yeah, he is. i mean I, we've talked about this before i guess 
you know, as uh, you know, I'm a fan of having a story have an end Mm -hmm. ultimately. And the Mm -hmm. way this is looking like this could go on for years and years and years and years. Well, someone said it could be like Star Trek where it just keeps going. And then it's like Walking Dead, the next generation. Yeah. Walking Dead, Deep Space Dead or something. Well, they're sort of attempting to do that with Fear the Walking Dead, which, by the way, we never talk about because we hated it so much. I can't even sit through it. I can't finish the episode to be like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And like, oh, let's talk about this character, that character. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. After the first season and once they're on the fucking boat, I don't I don't really don't even know. I'm yeah. so far moved I can't even like talk shit about it about <laughs> yeah, we, we like abandoned it. it. Well we got off the boat. We we followed it through to them going to that villa basically. In Tijuana yeah, and Nick Baja. going off on his own doing these Covered weird, in blood. Yeah. yeah. Which is not that interesting to me. None of it was interesting. No. The characters weren't interesting. No. Nope. The story, it was nope. just not interesting. And nope. I think they had this grandmaster plan because there were rumors online about the lead, the woman, mm-hmm. being Rick's sister because she's from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, that's dumb. And that that the grandmaster plan would be to somehow connect them. But And we've talked about this before, again, with Fear the Walking Dead. We thought we were getting a show that showed the beginning of an apocalypse Mm -hmm. and all that happened in the beginning. They gave us that for one episode, essentially. Like two. Yeah, one or two. And went right into an area where we didn't want to be. So soon. Yeah. Yeah. Get there in season two. Give us a whole first season of buildup or something. Or so, I mean, I guess you could argue that they ended the season with them getting on the boat, but it still wasn't enough. No. they're already in that compound by the third episode well, or something. Well, they got to that compound without even... You know, we wanted more of the, like, the build-up of it happening and taking over, and it just yeah. happened too fast. Way too fast. And it just... It's the show... It's just not of the same quality. No, it's the B-team, te- daytime drama version of Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't watch it. So, uh, but... My point was that they seem to be sort of, you know, they've now got industry for Walking Dead. There's Walker Shocker Con. There's Sonoy, Georgia has like their entire town is like a little walking, you know, there's tons of industry. It's like the Walking Dead town. Yeah. It's incredible. And so it's become such a huge phenomenon. And of course, they're going to milk it for as long as they can. Right. As, as, As a fan and as someone who kind of likes the end of a story, I wish they would conclude it or sooner than later like yeah they like have a hard out but I they won't they know kirkman's still writing the fucking book right you know that's the difference between that and game of thrones which we talked about you know it's like they have a hard out for game of thrones they need to like the budget of that thing granted it makes a lot of money but you can't have game of thrones go 12 seasons well George R. R. Martin would love to doesn't want a hard out for it and clearly because he can't finish his books yeah. and but the fans do want it and that was one of the biggest complaints with him with is that, that he didn't finish the books and it's like give us an ending for Christ's sake because yeah. you want to see her fly across with the come across with the dragons and her meet up with Jon Snow and them fight together right. you want to see that you want to see that but that means you have to end the story right and I feel like he doesn't want to do that but fans are super slighted because they've spent years reading the these long, long fucking books. Right. And to a point where I, you know, like I said a long time ago, I had a friend that read all the books and he's like, at this point, don't even start them. Don't even start <laughs> yeah. it. Don't you, because it's take you so long. They're so long, these books. And you're going to be left hanging like everybody else. Yep. The show is close enough. He's like, it's not very, very, very close, but there's so many more characters you couldn't include into right. a show with this, the, the books he's written. 
that he's like just enjoy the show fucking you know watch it through if you really like it and you're fine yep I'm like okay cool give me an excuse not to read great <laughs> i mean walking dead's different because it's graphic novel versus books it is there's a difference you yeah, know for sure but it, it's i still i don't know we'll see i mean i'm excited to see what happens with negan but i am sort of a little bit like oh are we gonna get this drag out thing now this sort of frustrating drag out yeah, which Whoa. I felt for Woodbury for after in a point. We hated that. We were like, enough with this shit. I know, enough with this shit already. Yeah, I remember now. It's weird because I love the show as a whole, but then I go back to points in it and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> it's like going back to play those video games as a kid and you're like, oh, I loved like Crash Bandicoot and Mario. And then you play it and you get stuck on the same level and you're like, fuck, I fucking hate this level. <laughs> I fucking hate this game. I keep dying. <laughs> it's exactly like that. I remember going back and playing those games. And shit. Like fuck! And I remember being this angry as a kid at the same <laughs> That's part. Hilarious. Yeah, man, that kind of shit. Well, so I mean, it, it's a good episode. I think they did a good job. Uh, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, it's gonna go places, folks. Yeah. Well, that's really it exciting. For, yeah. That's it. For- <laughs> <laughs> happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Happy November. Happy November's tomorrow. Yeah. Happy Halloween, jerks. Mm-hmm.